Today, we're talking Oscars, the slap, and how we should think about that biblically. This is Matt. I'm here with James, and this is Pastors on Pop. Well, James, it's good to uh, be doing this podcast with you again. Good to be back. My yeah, friend. we gotta we gotta do this a lot now. Yeah, and so uh, you know, the whole world is talking about the Oscars and the slap. So I just thought we should add our <laughs> we should add our commentary to this. You know, we we can't let this go by without at least talking about it. So let's just talk Oscars. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Have you ever watched the Oscars, or do you remember like the last time you watched the Oscars before this all happened? I can't remember the last time we we uh, tuned in and actually watched it. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, last time I I was actually e even interested in it was was probably when the day after when I heard uh, of, of what Ricky Gervais did, the first time he hosted <laughs> and it was just where he roasted everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like a celebrity bloodbath when Ricky fantastic. Gervais was and then they invited him back two more times, right? With 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 rules that they they wanted him to follow, and he told them at the beginning like I'll follow none of them. And the third time he walked out with a glass of whiskey. It was like, <laughs> right. it was, where's this gonna go? <laughs> They're like, he's finally crossed the line. This is <laughs> this is over. This is over. So um, I remember the last time I watched the Oscars, I vividly can remember this. Now, I, I love movies and storytelling and all that. So I kind of like pay attention to who the movies, what new movies got nominated, best actor, actress, that, and who wins. Yeah. But I haven't watched it forever. And the reason is, is that when I was like in high school, or no, I was actually younger, um, when the Batman came out, so this is the 80s. I wasn't in high school. Yeah. I was <laughs> nine years old, right? So remember when Michael Keaton's Batman came out? Oh, like yeah. my parents took me to the movie and let me watch that when I was a kid. And I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Like this is the best movie ever. And so I remember like thinking like watching the Oscars and thinking the Batman is going to get – Michael Keaton is going to win. Like this Batman is going to take everything. Hands down. Hands down. <laughs> and then they didn't win anything. And I was like, this is crap, man. They don't know anything about movies, right? And so that's when I watched the Oscars, and then I swore them off because they did not you – know, Batman didn't <laughs> didn't win the way that I thought it should, and so uh, that's the Oscars for me. Now, you know, when the Gladiator came years later, they kind of redeemed themselves because oh, yeah. they saw what I saw, you know. <laughs> but then a few years ago, when they did, um, oh man, what was that Affleck movie? Casey Affleck, uh, Manchester Under the Sea. Oh yeah, right. Like that was like the worst millennial movie ever. Like yes. at the end of it, it's like, <laughs> where's the knife so I can so I can like kill myself? Right. It was just so depressing and so awful. And then it's like that's it. the best picture. Yeah. I was like, oh my good. Like we, we don't. Who are these people? We don't actually see eye to eye when it comes to <laughs> movies. Yeah. So, so <laughs> this year's Oscar. Uh, in case anybody who's listening isn't you know, like living under a rock or something. Uh, what made this year's Oscar memorable or maybe infamous, is that the right word? I think so. So uh, is is the slap, right? Yeah. Where Will Smith walks up to Chris Rock after Chris makes a joke about Will's wife. And the funny thing in watching the video is like, Will's like chuckling along like, ha 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 ha, Chris, you're so funny, you're so funny. And then like Chris, it flashes to Chris and then back to will and jada his wife and <laughs> and all of a sudden it was very clear that she had said something and it was not as funny as what yeah. it was and so he walks up on the stage and everybody's like what's gonna happen and then he just roundhouse slaps chris right in the face and like it's like is that stage serious like what yeah. what's going on here? and yeah. then nobody came out nobody did anything that's and, assault yeah and then he walks <laughs> back and and will smith just like starts cursing at chris yeah, yeah that, <laughs> like, that was intense 
this this is getting out of like so when you saw it for the first time and you and i didn't watch the oscars so we were like we i was before you i introduced (laughs) you to it um but we were sitting in staff and that was like the talk of of our staff meeting that day and so uh when you saw it for the first time like what went through your mind yeah i mean I mean the the a shock of oh my gosh did that really just happen? Yeah. But the 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 first thought for me was um, uh, just the reality of for anybody with a platform. Yeah. Like cer- there there's good things that come with the platform and there's bad things, which honestly is part of what I loved. Of, like it it made me think back to watching Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Because what I loved about it was. Like even growing up watching the Oscars, it was always all these people with their peers and like applauding each other for being like masters of the universe. Right. And then Ricky Gervais showed up and he was like, "You're all spoiled brats, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rip on you individually." And like you know, so so uh, for me the the shock was was everybody in the room is open game. Yeah. Open game and and. The Smiths, I mean, they they probably live a pretty darn good lifestyle yeah. because of the platform, but because of the platform comes a price tag. Yeah, does it make sense? And yeah. um, and and I, and I particularly feel, in that world, right? Like the yeah. those award shows, the monologues have become a bit of a roasting. Totally. And it's it's whether it's right or not, it's acceptable. Yeah, yeah, and it's a way of 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 just acknowledging that the the same the same machine that made you big yeah will also probably eat you someday does it make sense absolutely (laughs) yeah which uh, which is why guys like you and i probably sleep pretty well at night that's true because i mean there's there's drama in our lives and stuff but it's not on that scale but either is our checking account yeah and it's not (laughs) it's not being broadcast to the world my my worst moments of life is not being broadcast to the world although i don't know that that would ever cross my mind um <laughs> you know when i first saw it i uh i was going to bed that night and like i said i i kind of follow the oscars even though i don't watch it and so i uh opened up the news and everything was about will smith you know slapping chris rock and i was like man what like what in the world like what happened and so i go and i watched the video and then i watched it again and then i had to watch it a third time i'm like <laughs> what in the world is like this and i'm just like i was totally like i don't know what i was thinking i was just like uh, like just the shock of of this ha- like our culture has reached this point where you can openly assault somebody on a stage and nobody does anything and then he goes yeah. back like i said and you know is cursing at the rock and uh, at chris rock and and all this kind of stuff that happened down and then you know the next video that i watched was uh will smith's acceptance speech um and so they get up and they read you know best actor goes to will smith for king richard and the whole place stands and applauds and i'm like in the war yeah what are, <laughs> like, what are they standing for yeah, what did we, yeah like and i'm just trying to think like in that moment like if i was in the room what do you do like yeah here's a pretty amazing accomplishment i think that was his first ever best actor award oh. did he maybe he won one for the pursuit of happiness but but anyways this legend is, was amazing yeah, like, that's right another movie that didn't get the oscar that it deserved <laughs> so that movie came out in 2007 probably will smith's best particularly in light of the pandemic i showed everybody i was like look you want to know where this is going you just have to watch I Am Legend. <laughs> oh my gosh um and so i uh yeah so i just i was just like trying to put myself in the room and be like if like here's a guy who's reached the kind of the pinnacle of his career like this is yes like you have just been 
uh, noted as the best. Yes. Yeah. And yet what you did 20 minutes prior (laughs) has like this kind of, you know, so full of, of conflict and tension. And I was just like, this is, oh my goodness, this is, this is, I don't even know what to think about. This is unbelievable. Exactly. Hey, my name is Matt Manning and I am the senior pastor here at Crossroads Church. And hopefully you are loving what you're listening to today. If you are, we would love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a comment. We read all of them. And if you like it, we'd love for you to share this with a friend. Every week we get together as a church to celebrate what God is doing. And you can join us every Sunday at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 online or in-house. Let's get back to the podcast. And so watching that acceptance speech, um, I wrote down some of it because uh, the whole situation like that was already bizarre, like only turns more bizarre when he gets called up, right? The applause comes and he gets the best actor award and um, and he gets the best actor award for a movie (laughs) that's focusing on the story of him being a father for the celebrities, right? Uh, Serena and Venus. And uh, in his acceptance speech, he then tries to like justify what just happened in using Richard, Venus and Serena's dad. And he says, uh, Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. Uh, And it's like, is he justifying what he- Yeah, exactly. And and then I was like, I wonder what Richard thinks about this in this Keep moment. me out of it. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Don't pull my name into this. <laughs> and he goes on and he says, in this time in my life, in this moment, I'm overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. And so it was almost like in that moment, he goes from trying to justify it to then saying, I know what God's calling me to do. Now, obviously, Will Smith like paints himself into this terrible corner, right? Yeah. And so like as you're listening to just the beginning, cause we'll get to the next part that he says sure. in a minute. But as you kind of looked over like what he said, um, what was your reaction to what he was saying when he first got up to accept the award? Yeah, because he, he, he uh, stood up there and said, uh, oh, was it protect? Was that the word he used? Uh, defend, yeah, defend. fierce defender. Fierce defender. Fierce defender. And it was, and uh, for me it was like, so you're just gonna go slap happy? Yeah. Like on on everyone and everything that stands, you know, against you. It's like, man, that uh, that's a pretty toxic individual. Yeah. Um, may, yeah. So so that like it 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 seemed like like uh, he was just justifying what just happened and 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 using using Richard uh, Williams as a, as a a reason for that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it it was shocking. And the other the other side shocking thing was I don't know if you you caught it, but he he looked over at Denzel Washington. Oh right, because yeah. somehow in the middle of it, and uh, Denzel I think is a pretty solid Christian. Yeah, and he he talked to him somehow and said, "Be careful because the devil comes for you when you're at your highest place." And he was up there and he and he was saying that, and he looked over at Denzel and he repeated what he told him offline. Yeah, and it was like this kind of like. Like you have the mic and you have the attention, the academy's like not looking at the clock right now. Yeah. So, but be careful. Yeah. But yeah. So the the justifying it, and then when he switched gears, truthfully, it confused me, and it still kind of confused me. Yeah, that's such a good point about the about his moment with Denzel, and I've thought about that a lot in movies past, like with The Passion, mm. and Mel Gibson, right? Like Mel Gibson makes 
still to this day, probably the best depiction of Jesus's life that we've, that we've seen uh, in the theaters. And it was acclaimed, you know, just big, made a lot of money. Yeah. He did it seemingly for all of the right reasons. He wanted to tell his faith story and, and the importance of Jesus. And then just some of the images of the passion, right? Like after Jesus is crucified and, and as the teardrop beautiful. of rain, fall, yeah. right? Like there's just so much beautiful imagery, yeah. the way that he depicted Satan and speaking to Jesus, like all of it just so, so beautifully. Almost as good as legend. Almost as good as legend, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> A little bit better than Braveheart. Um, and, uh, and, he, and then, you know, like a year later, Mel Gibson's like life, like spirals out of control, right? And the woman that he's been married to and has all his kids with, he leaves for a, you know, a model. He gets pulled over and blames the Jews for all of the world's problems. And, yeah. you know, and then it's like in his moment of highest, right? Yes. That's when yeah. Satan came from him. And it's, man, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, when I was, as soon as I heard his comments and him move from the justification to what God was calling him to be, yeah, it really piqued my interest. Yeah. Um, and then what he said next was actually where I want to kind of lead us um, for the rest of our time is that Will Smith um, interpreted what God was calling him like. So he says that, right, in this moment, I've overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and to be in this world. And then his very next line was, I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse and you got to be able to have people talk crazy about you in this business. You got to be able to have people disrespecting you and you got to smile and you got to pretend that that's okay. Mm. And as I listened to that, knowing that Will Smith has some Judeo Christian background. Mm -hmm. um, and as I heard that, what I thought immediately, and, and I don't, this is pure speculation. Um, but immediately what I thought of is Jesus's words in Luke chapter six, mm -hmm. the Sermon on the Mount, the famous, and it was so apt. Like I, I, I would be surprised if this wasn't what he was thinking about because Jesus's words are, you know, when someone comes up and slaps you, turn the other cheek, you yeah. know, in this. And so Jesus specific words in Luke chapter six um, is this, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from the one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Mm -hmm. And so Will Smith is, is justifying. Then he moves to this is what God calls me to do. And then he makes this statement that what God basically is calling me to do is that when people disrespect you, you got to smile and pretend like it's okay. Mm. And as I heard that, I just thought, man, is, is that what Jesus is calling us to be and to do? Yeah. And so, uh, when the enemy, when an enemy comes, when you're slapped in the face, when someone's disrespecting you, like, is Jesus just calling you to roll over? and pretend like everything's okay. And so I just thought that I would bring that up and hear some of your thoughts in terms of, of how that works. Yeah, and, and, and I think just, just becoming a, a punching bag for the world, it wasn't Jesus's intention, right? Yeah. Because um, I think, I think the, the uh, turn, uh, turn, uh, turning the other t uh, cheek is, is really uh, uh, seeing beyond what like the action and actually having empathy yeah and entering uh, like like uh, doing something of compassion even mm -hmm. 
to meet that person there. And it and it's it's so counterintuitive, right? I mean, because right. because I think our our sin nature is actually. I mean, I've always equated it to to kind of like how how animals live, right? I mean, like I mean, like if you if you rile up a a dog enough, they'll bite you. Yeah. Like it it just it's gonna happen. I mean, right. even even a docile dog like mine, like I can get him pretty fired up to where the teeth come out, right? But but what God's calling us to is to to be empathetic to the brokenness or yes. maybe even the motive of the person that's that's uh, coming at us right so yeah, like absolutely. so like in everyday life it's super easy for me to you know have someone in a audi you know uh, cut me off <laughs> no offense if you drive an audi but it's usually an audi that does it to me um, i don't know why just watch See, that even it? saying that right it's just like and, and the judgment has been cast i know and uh, for me to just assume that they're a pretentious individual yeah. instead of, and like I'll have a, a, a friend in the car and uh, they'll say, well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe they got a call from the school and their, their kid's arm is broken. I'm yeah. like, his arm ain't broken. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You know, as I, uh, as I've kind of like thought through this and particularly in light of like Jesus's words, like, I think I agree with you completely that in this fallen world that God is calling us, Jesus specifically in this moment is calling us to a lifestyle of compassion and benevolence that we are never more like in this moment, we are never more like God than if in that moment we're able to, to show the compassion, benevolence, um, love. And when I say love, I'm not talking like the rainbow and kitten kind of love, (laughs) you know, um, but what the Bible calls agape where we choose to treat people with the dignity that God has created them with Yeah, in that. And, um, and I've just been thinking a lot about it. Like if I, if I was in that situation, like how would I handle Like, like what is Jesus asking us? How is he asking us to handle that practically? Yes. Is it just to smile and pretend it's okay? No. You know, is it to get up and to fiercely defend? There's probably moments biblically that we could, we could say, I'm not thinking that was one of them. Yeah. And I think as I thought through it is like in that moment, if Will Smith had, had got up like he did walked up to the stage, grabbed the mic from Chris Rock and said, like, hey, man, you and I were buds. And I don't know if you know this or not, but, but Jada's got a, a disease that causes her to not have hair. And, um, and your jokes, they're feeling pretty disrespectful right now. And I'm just going <laughs> to ask that you respect me as your friend. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to choose to trust you in this moment that you'll just respect my family. And... Uh, Here's the mic back, man. Keep continuing on the Oscars. Denzel's sitting right there. Take a shot at him. Whatever it is, right? Yeah, and, it, yeah. <laughs> and I think like in that moment, like the whole world would have seen would Shock. have seen Will yeah. in this. This is what God's calling him to do, right? Yes. And to meet Chris with compassion, like he wins the world. Yeah. And he wins his wife. Yeah. Like that is fierce defense. Yeah. Not just going up and, and slapping him and showing, you know, some kind of toxic masculinity. Yeah. But to go up and yeah. to show compassion and then to call the guy up not just to put the guy down but to actually call him up into something better yeah man i just look at that and it's like that's what jesus is calling us to yes do. and yeah, absolutely i mean i mean it would have been in- interesting to see if that would have gotten as much yeah. press the next day because because it is something that's countercultural that media doesn't make money off of right yeah but it takes such forethought i mean i think uh, that's the that's the hard thing is you get in those situations and you know and i mean as as a pastor right and everybody's always looking for hypocrisy Mm -hmm. 
right? It's like they're, matter of fact, they're almost excited when they see it. Does that <laughs> make if, sense? As if we're perfect people. Yeah, like our, our testimony that Jesus saves sinners, yeah. like it's on the shirt, man, you, right? <laughs> like, 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 but, 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 um, but the ability to, to pause in that moment and and think in a critical way like that. Like I I watched an interview over the weekend with uh, one of my one of my heroes is Bob Iger mm. from from Disney. Yeah, I think he'll be leaving Disney probably in the next <laughs> couple of weeks. But the podcast we did a month ago isn't aging very well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, skip number six. <laughs> <laughs> but I've but I've I've seen him in interviews like with guys like uh, John Stewart that are just just uh, trying to to poke the bear. Yeah. And I watch him he he smiles and he collects himself and he redirects the question where he wants it to go. And he is so graceful and he's and it, and it's mastery. And and as a guy that I mean I rarely regret what I didn't say, <laughs> right? Like it's usually what I say. Yeah. I mean, fortunately I I don't slap people very often. Yeah. But but man, I can do a lot of damage with my tongue, yeah. you know. And and seeing a guy that that has that harnessed, mm -hmm. in a in a, I mean, gosh, it, it it gave me goosebumps to hear you talk about what if he would have done this. It yeah. was like that would have been a st a showstopper. Yeah, yeah. There would have been a different kind of quiet in the audience. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> at the award acceptance speech, if that had happened, it wouldn't have been an applause for job well done in this movie yeah it would have been reverence absolutely towards the way that will handle that be and our president <laughs> <laughs> i think that and i think that when it comes to like worldview and particularly as you and i are believers that it's so important for us to think through the theology that we have and practically how it works itself out in our lives because there's going to be moments when um when as jesus says an enemy comes right yeah. and someone says a harsh word to you and someone you know, uh, slaps you, or someone takes something that is truly yours, and now there's loss in this. And to think through, how would I handle that situation? Because when that arises in the moment of fire, you're not going to choose yes. right. You're you're going to choose your animal instinct, right? You're going to yeah. you're going to fight, or you're going to run, or whatever it is. But to go, man, in in a moment of of turmoil and a moment of tension, when somebody is against me, when the hair on my back is rising up. Um, if I can just pause for a moment and think through what it is that, that I've actually been called to and then respond out of compassion and benevolence and love, um, then the world changes. Yeah. And it's what the world, I think, longs to see in a world that's so full of Twitter wars and, and you know, now slapping on a stage. Like, like we long for anybody with some decency that goes, how do we handle conflict differently? Yeah, and and is that is that is that a momentary uh, ability, or is that like a pre-decided thing? Like there, yeah. uh, there's this, uh, there's this a random scene in a, a band of brothers that I love, mm. where where this a replacement comes in and he's just scared. I mean, yeah. he is he's he's in the trenches and he's just scared to death, and this other guy is just just cold as ice, and there's bullets flying everywhere, and he he uh, basically says. You're scared because you don't realize that you're already dead. Oh, like right. he, so I for the, that line, yeah. So, and it's such a brilliant picture where, like, this soldier, he's still very much alive, but he has no expectation of going home mm. because, and and as and as a Christian, yeah, 
like it 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 resonated with me in that moment like gosh is there something in that of how i need to live my life of realizing that i died yeah and that now god is living through me in a different so so when the offense comes my way or or the the, the bullets in that situation yeah it's like the they can't really kill a dead guy. Does it make sense? <laughs> right. I think you're absolutely right. I think that when it comes to this, that the response oftentimes is because we've thought through it before. Okay. okay we've, yeah. We've contemplated. So an example I often use is with suffering. We're all going to face suffering in this world. And if we don't have a good theology of suffering, if we haven't thought through what suffering is going to be like, when we get there, one of two things is going to happen for us as a believer. Either we're going to run toward God, right, and embrace him in the pain, or we're going to give him the double middle finger, right, yeah. and walk away. Yeah. Um, and how we've thought through suffering and what we believe suffering to be and what we believe this life to be will have to speak to everything that we encounter when it comes to suffering and how we respond in suffering. I think it's the same thing here, mm -hmm. that we know that people are going to be against us, that yeah. there's going to be moments where, where the enemy stands before us, um, whether that be someone taking a shot at us in the newspaper or, you know, as happened on Instagram the other week when we posted a reel and the, <laughs> the first comment was that I'm poison, right? Like, like there's going to be, there's, <laughs> there's going to be uh, people that stand against you mm -hmm. and to determine in your heart already. Um, what is my response? Yeah. My response is not to, to answer on Instagram the way I want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the response is to go, how do I show this guy compassion and benevolence and love, um, even though he's coming against me? And like I said earlier, I think that wins the world. Yeah. Good words, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining yeah. today. We'll do this again in a couple of weeks, me and you. And uh, we're going to be in, after Easter, we're going to be in a uh, sermon series called Shifting Gears, yeah. where we're looking at the way that we relate to God in different ways. And it's going to be exciting. So the next time uh, we get together, it will actually be me and Todd, a special guest. And then after that, you and I will break down what it means to, to have these gears in our lives and how it all works out. So I'm excited for that and the next month of podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments, uh, you can certainly leave them uh, right there on YouTube. Or you can find this podcast where any, wherever podcasts are found. If you want more information about Crossroads Church, you can go to crossroadsabc.com. That's our website. All of our information is there. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.